Good morning and welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Israel and I have the honor of pastoring Father's House Church Cape Town and it is my privilege to encourage you today for today's Daily Devotion. We are in week two of our Spirit-Filled Life Devotion series and today we will be discussing the fruit of the Holy Spirit as we have done for the last week and we are in week two of this series now. If you have your Bible with you, read with me from Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 to 25, and I'm reading from the Passion Translation today. But the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all its varied expressions, joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness in action, a life full of virtue, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart, and strength of spirit. Never set the law above these qualities, for they are meant to be limitless. Keep in mind that we who belong to Jesus Christ have already experienced crucifixion, for everything connected with our self-life was put to death on the cross and crucified with the Messiah. If the Spirit is the source of our life, we must also allow the Spirit to direct every aspect of our lives, so that we may never be arrogant or look down on another. For each of us is an original. We must forsake all jealousy that diminishes the values of others. We've, over the last week, been looking at various fruits of the Holy Spirit. And the fruit I want to talk to you today about is the fruit of peace. Psalm 47, verse 9 to 11 says, He makes wars to cease throughout the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted over the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Selah. Be still. I believe that the statement, be still, is as much a declaration for us to be still in the presence of God as much it is an invitation for us to be. Humans are meaning-making machines. Psychologists, atheists, philosophers, and theologians all agree that at the core of humanity, lies the need to find meaning. We can't seem to live life without trying to find meaning in it. And that's why so many people, when their meaning gets questioned, they often react in a lot of self-harming ways. Finding meaning is how we make sense of life. All the philosophical persuasions and religious views are mankind trying to make sense of our meaning without the one in whom we have our being. As atheism is on the increase in culture along with non-theism, it has meant that the traditional avenues of meaning-making have been defaulted to finding meaning in our work. Overworking is glorified and burnout is a badge that we wear because it means that we have been, quote-unquote, hard at work. There's phrases goes around that says hustle or die or songs and anthems like Rihanna that sings work, 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 work. And these are the anthems of our burnout culture as burnout and overworking has become our meaning-making avenue. Even Christians will pray to this because a lot of Christians are still simply not satisfied with being being the beloved of the Father, being in the presence of the Father, and letting the Holy Spirit work in our lives. 
but there are the other Christians that don't fall for that trap of overworking, but they themselves are still so burnt out, still overworking. They just do it under a different banner. They call it building the kingdom of God. And they're walking out around just as burnt out. Now, I believe in laying my life down for the kingdom and working and serving to make sure that God's plans and purposes get implemented into the earth and we look after people and sacrificially serve the vision of the church. But I also know that my capacity to build the kingdom is so much higher when I am confident in my identity as the son that he loves and I am empowered by his grace to do works rather doing works for the kingdom out of my own ability. If your works for the kingdom of God isn't coming out of a place of spiritual overflowing, I don't believe it's worth giving. We need to allow the spirit to overflow in our lives. But we tend to keep working. We tend to be trying to compensate for lack in our lives, for weakness, for limitation, thinking that if we would just work more, then we could be more. Now, often on Instagram, see phrases like, you've got the same hours in the day as Beyonce. Be better, be Beyonce. And it's ridiculous because it doesn't recognize that we are different people coming from different backgrounds with different experiences and different privileges and different flavors coming through us. Each one of us are limited in our own sense and we need to embrace these limitations and allow the Spirit of God to empower us in the midst of our weakness. 2 Corinthians 12, verse 9 to 11 says, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That's why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties, for when I am weak, then I am strong. For when I am weak, then I am strong. How counter is that phrase to our modern working and burnout culture? Church, I believe that the beginning point of our emotional and spiritual life is accepting our limitations and allowing the grace of God to come in to cultivate through the Holy Spirit the fruits of the Holy Spirit so that we may become all that God has called us to be. Making peace that you have limitations isn't limiting. I believe it is what we call faithfulness. And I think that this faithfulness means that we're embracing our limitations so that we can fully embrace dependency on God. And after all, we're supposed to live a life dependent on our daily bread from the Father and church, we need to re-embrace that process so that we may carry the fruits of the Holy Spirit that we call peace. A life of faithfulness is a life of embracing process, but a life of work is a life of embracing burnout. Life isn't about us making things happen. It is about us allowing faithfully for the great shepherd to work through me and to lead me. As long as our spiritual default modes are fight or flight, we are going to be kept from rest and we're going to be kept from carrying the fruit of peace in our lives. But not only are we going to be kept from peace, we're also going to be kept from faithfulness. Being human means that we are probably wondering what the point of faithfulness is. Afterwards, our lives tends to look for one step that leads to another. 
But faithfulness isn't a means to an end. It is the very point. And after all, don't we all hope to stand in front of our Father one day in heaven and have him look at us and say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Faithfulness is embracing the process of becoming, of being. Faithfulness is rooted in the spirit's peace. A spirit-filled life lived at rest, lived in the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, is to have the fruit of the spirit that we call peace. We need to start cultivating the peace of God in our lives. And sometimes that looks like pruning and uprooting unrest and worry and hustle and strife from our lives and choosing to walk a life that follows the grace of our Lord Jesus and allow his spirit to empower us to be all that he's called us to be. Shall we pray? Lord Jesus, thank you for continuously walking with us as the great shepherd. Father, I ask that you would impart into us the gift of your peace and that your Holy Spirit will come and teach us how to steward that gift of peace. Father, cultivate the gardens of our hearts so that our hearts may carry the fruits of peace in our lives. We pray this in your beautiful and wonderful name, Lord Jesus. Amen. 